You know, I've been out with a lot of girls at this school. I don't see what makes you so different. I have some taste. Stop pity the fool. Living in the 80s. My name's Casey Kasem, and I'm all set to count down the most popular songs in the USA. I want my MTV! Does Theo Hux to live here? Just say no. Hello, all. Face, you're a neo-maxi-zoom dweeby. Woo! It says 100% guaranteed, you moron! Hey, where's the beat? I'm a very lucky woman. So am I. Live from Members Only Studios, welcome to Living in the 80s, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with the 1980s. The best that we remember. Gentlemen. Yes. Welcome back. We're back, baby. We are back, baby. Rumors of our demise were greatly exaggerated. Mm, Fans out there wondering, is it over? Is the end Just because Rob got married... Does that mean the podcast went to? Is that why there's a little more pep in your step? Maybe. There we go. There we go. Very happy to be back. So my last two months now has been spent on moving her in, decorating. So you guys saw the house. Are you decorating? Of course not. (laughs) Okay. I'm kidding. It would look like members only studios if it did. And nice. Which, by the way, there's like movie posters hanging up and things it's, like it's, that. It's coming. It's, it's coming. It's still again. a work in progress. We don't have the neon members only sign up yet, but we're working on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Angie's been doing quite a quite a good job putting that house together and making it look like a home. Yeah. So very happy. You guys saw it before. Yes. <laughs> it's just a whole house of white walls. Mm-hmm. Like, look like definitely looked like a guy was there. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Am, am I allowed to tell a story about, about last month or two? Can I can I mention anything or uh, to... well, well, you might as well. You've already started. See, see, <laughs> a, a neat thing about um, where Rob lives now is is he's literally within earshot of my house, just right around the block, literally. Which is summertime's with the window. It's, it's going to be great. It's going. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, so my buddy Rob, you met him. Met him. Yep. So my buddy Rob says. Hey Matt, what are you, what are you doing today? You doing anything today? <clears throat> got a couple said, well, minutes I said, free. I said, well, I, I got a little bit. To, I guess I got something I to do in the afternoon. But he says, and here, here's, I, I want to be clear on this. He goes, you got an hour? <laughs> One hour. I said, what's? I didn't hear you. What? Have you got an hour? Hour and a half tops. Hour and a half tops. But hour. Yeah, to be. I said, well, sure. <laughs> Or a what friend. Do you, what do you Absolutely. need, friend? I've got an hour for you. You say the word, and I'm I'm there for you. I'll give you an hour, and I'd give him an hour and a half. He did. So he says, uh, "All we gotta do, Ange lives like 20 minutes away. We just gotta run over, grab a fridge, put it on truck, boom, come on back." Sounds hour. easy, it, doesn't it? It is. It just one thing: move a fridge, move move one fridge. I'm gonna get a truck for, for one fridge. Yeah, that's all it is. One fridge. Great. I'll give you an hour. He shows up, and we drive to go get the fridge. Mm-hmm. Hey, is it okay if we um stop by this little uh, store thing real quick? <laughs> we need to grab a 
Just a, a quick couch. A box. No guy oh, grabs a couch. quick couch. Oh. <clears throat> it's a couch. It doesn't sound like a fridge, but so so we grab this couch. Is that and, that nice one in the living room? Where <clears throat> complimenting. That's a nice one. Yes. Yeah. So so we. Uh, this is. Uh, I'm going to make this long story really short. <clears throat> but it started with a couch, and then he said, "Well, we got to get the fridge." Oh, goodness gracious! This I got a small truck because we we're just going to get a fridge, but now the couch is in there. This truck's too small. We we got to. <laughs> No, we, no, we got to make two trips. So we had to bring couch back. It wasn't that far. It was only five minutes away. Yeah, okay. So we had to, we had to bring the couch back and then start all over our day after uh-huh. we done got a couch. And then there was issues. We're probably about the, an hour the, in at this point. We're, we're a good hour now. Then he says, let's 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 go get the, the thing. So we go to the house. We get, we're get we working with the fridge. And we have water, water line problems. We have this. And we have some other things happen. And so we go to get it onto this truck. He got a small truck because we just get a fridge. Yeah. There's no ramp on a truck. Moving truck. No ramp. Oh, got a little <clears throat> Two young two bucks young like you. Picking up a big old fridge, right? Well, we did it. No ramp, but we got it up there. So we, we stand that baby up there, and we're leaning it in, getting ready to stand that thing up. <gasps> the, fr- the truck was too small. This truck was too, <laughs> too small. short. Too short. Too short. I've could heard not, about that stuff before in my life. Could not stand up the fridge, so we had to... Take the back down without a ramp, put it in the garage, go get a new truck, which is probably 20 minutes from where we were at. Mm-hmm. Get the new truck, go back, get the truck. Then, and then we come back and. Anything we, happen while you were getting the new truck? Another water issue happened. <laughs> another, not to mention the guy that wanted to fight me. Oh, that's what I was leaning at. Yes, yes. There, there may or may not have been a. Uh, <clears throat> a little situation. A young with man the, full of vim and vigor wanted a shot at the title. He tried to step up on Rob. I mean, I'm just, it, was, it was a great time. <clears throat> Ended with a bro hug. All was well. I, um, I walked over to him. I said, friend? I said, uh, looks like you're all upset there. He said, where did you remember? I said, hold on. I said, I was trying to let you through there, but you couldn't understand what I was trying to tell you. Oh, okay, man. It's cool. And he hugs me. It was... Uh, That's sweet. Yeah. Like it was that. It was, It was. was beautiful. A new friend. Yeah, a new friend. It was Christmas Eve. It was Christmas miracle. But I'm <laughs> telling you what, it was... So we left We left around 10. Yeah. And, and I got back about 4.30. 4.30. It was not 4.30. Yes, it was going to be somewhere at 5. You think you'd be there at 4. I got you home by 3.30. I don't think that's true. I think he's off an hour. He doesn't know what an hour means. Yeah, so. I know. So, <laughs> he's in love. Yeah, but you know what? It was a great day, and we got we did get stuff accomplished. How's the fridge working? Works like a charm. Oh, good. See? See? All's well that ends well. Mm-hmm. All's well. The beverage you're drinking? It was, it was cold. Yeah. It from the fridge. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Thank you, man. So, so it was a lot of fun, but I, I'm just, and I'm not saying, hey, if Rob calls you somebody here that's on this, listening on you know this podcast, if Rob's ever calls, say, hey, I need you for an hour, I don't want you to think he's gonna keep you for four, you know, four, six, eight hours. Yeah, but he may. He may. He may. Well, Matt, for what it's worth, I sincerely appreciate what you've done. I owe you dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to feed him that day. Didn't you just he didn't give him dinner? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, he, he just, there you go. So it's a wash. I did have several other trips over there that you got out of. Mm. Like I've got, you know, my young son Alex, my yep. new stepsons. They came and they helped a lot. But there was a lot. But what you did was appreciated just it as was, much. It was. We didn't do. We didn't do much. But we did a lot. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We the did actual a, tasks we did. Not much. Not a ton. Not, not. The time it took to do them 
way more than yeah. it should have. <laughs> it was rough. Good times. So, but we're back we're, here. We are back. We're in my house in this, the studio. This, the members only studio this has is, never yeah. looked better. Thank you. It's thank never you, looked you. better. It's, it's never been more joyful. It is full of joy. It's full of joy, and it's just beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. Good so, yep. having said all of that, having got to this place yes. of the podcast, one of our listeners' favorite moments is... 80s Rewind. Ugh. What's the matter, Snowball? No reminder again. <laughs> Hello. Dude, Hello. When, it's been two months. When I two put, months. When I true. put the text out saying, we have a podcast, that is your reminder. Every podcast, we do an 80s well, rewind. I mean, I, I can see where you think that. Yeah. We, we don't take it that way. <laughs> you know, You know when I recalled it, it was when I sat down here and I went, oh, no, he's probably going to do 80s Rewind again. <laughs> do you know who would have had it together? Kevin, Kevin Ackley. <laughs> Kevin would have had it together. He would have had his moment. In fact, Kevin would have had one with about four or five more in the chamber. Yeah, because have, Kevin lives it, the 80s. And he, but he would type it up. and it's Yeah, he would. It's yeah, he would. Kevin, we miss you this week. Yes. I miss your organizational skills. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> All yeah. of that. Yes. Whatever. Me too. All right. So, Snowball. What do you got? I know you got something. All right. Well, this is about all I can come up with. So we're going to do a little continuation of the last podcast I was on eh, about 10 weeks ago. Something <laughs> like that. About 10 weeks ago. So for Christmas, we're going to rewind to Christmas. I bought my wife this awesome travel mug. It's from a website called Dog Vinci. So Dog Vinci, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll take and do like dog portraits as royalty. Nice. Oh, so, yeah. Sounds real nice. So I bought her this, you know, tumbler, and it's got a photo of her and uh, her favorite dog, Frankie. They're both dressed in '80s denim jackets. They've got the '80s lasers, you oh, know, in the background. That's awesome. So she loved it. She did love it. She, she takes it to meetings. People look at her strangely. <laughs> <laughs> They're not quite sure what to make of her uh, little good. travel you, mug. But you know what, though, knowing Misty. I bet she just like commands the room when she walks in with that mug too. Like, oh yeah. Good morning, pew, ladies pew. and gentlemen. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. So pew. now that she's seen it, are you going to post it on the Living in the Eighties webpage? I can do that. Facebook page. I can do that. Great. Which, by the way, shameless plug for the Eighties Facebook page. Invite your friends. Invite your neighbors. Please do. We're like right around 3,000 people there. That's nice. awesome. I, I wish I wouldn't have made it a private group. Now I made it public. We probably have 300,000. There's a lot of 80s Facebook pages out there. Yeah. I think ours is better than all of them. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, Matt. What's your 80s reward? Uh, my 80s is just more of a, a moment of pride, actually, if you will. Uh, my daughter, Grace, is loving to go shopping, and she says... Oh, Father, can we go to the thrift store? And oh. I mean, that's like my favorite uh, phrase because that's I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a bag of clothes. I mean, because it's like a whole bag. Bucks. I'll get you a whole bag of clothes. But she <laughs> is in, and they always say things like, you know, I'm in my whatever era. I'm in this era. That's how the kids are talking now, I guess. And um, so, so she is in this like baggy, baggy pants and whatever era. So she, we go to the thrift store. Seventy, but the way she she put together some outfits, 
that looked straight out of 1984 yearbooks. I okay. mean, it was just... Nice. And I was just... I've never been more proud of She got a little jean jacket, her first jean jacket, and and just and just the weight. You know, of course, she had some Chuck Taylors on, and the whole thing was all said and done. It sounds just, like she was slightly influenced by she somebody. May, she may have I've been working on her for a while, but she's so, finally coming around. So and, is it kind of like a little Debbie Gibson Blossom vibe? Or? Uh, you know, Blossom. Uh, maybe not so much Blossom, I, but I could see. I could see a little Gibson there, maybe. Yeah. Okay, nice. But it's it, it's. It, I tell you, it was heartwarming. It was. There's something cool about seeing these cool kids now. So, what was more heartwarming, the fact that she got these cool clothes, or the fact that Matt didn't have to go take out a loan to buy? I was gonna, yeah. The, the heartwarming part is I got our bag of clothes for like forty bucks. That's heartwarming. <laughs> That's very heartwarming. Yeah. I actually went to a thrift store the other day in your old neighborhood. South what? High Street. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, really? uh, came home. My wife was like. What are you doing? Do <laughs> you want to get? Do you want to die? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't. Doing? So yes, I went thrifting. I was looking for go. something specific. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of money on. What was it, Mike? <laughs> it was something. a navy blue sports jacket that I'm not going to wear, but I'm going to have a patch of sorts wow, here we embroidered. Go. There it is. Here we go. There yes, so. There's my man. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. My 80s Rewind moment happened just the other night. So, you guys ever watch Pluto TV? All the time. All the time. Yeah, we've yes. talked about it. Great channel. So love that. The other night. Here's my one issue. Yes. My parents would love it. They would never be able to figure out streaming. Oh. Their yeah. old school cable in the actual cable in the back yeah, of the TV. Tough. Tough. Pluto would be awesome for them. If uh-huh. you were a good son, you'd drive to Mansfield or wherever it is your parents are these days. And you would hook them up proper. Oh no, they! I, I would get a call every night. <laughs> yep. We're stuck on, yeah. on this Pluto and that's channel. That's why you help them. Yep. <laughs> IMIT support for Benny and Patty mm-hmm. almost well, daily. Since they've been in away. Arizona vacationing, oh, okay. I'm not getting these calls as much. In fact, they don't even talk to me now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great station. Love it. Go Pluto. Check okay. it out. So there's one of the you know little channels on Pluto called the Love Boat Channel. Yes. So if you haven't is seen this, is it exciting this, and new? It is. Come aboard, they're expecting you. you. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so the other night, I'm waiting for Angie. She's taking her shower and doing her thing, uh, which she likes to watch Matlock at night. That's uh, here we go. So in case you guys are wondering who the mystery Matlock fan was in my life, I'm now married to her. Yeah. So she'll do that. So while she's She's in there. Like, I might watch The Twilight Zone. Yeah. I love Twilight Zone. But uh, this one night I was watching The Love Boat, and the only guest that I actually got to see was Marion Ross. You know, Mm -hmm. she was Marion Cunningham, Mrs. C, on Happy Mm -hmm. Days. And there's like a little romantic thing with uh, Captain Stubing. Oh. They're chatty. They're at dinner. They're holding hands. It looks like it's going to go somewhere. Yeah. And they go to this dinner show on the ship, and... The dancers are dressed in their... This is from 1984, because I looked it up. The dancers are dressed in their full 80s, you know, aerobicizing things with the leg warmers and the whole thing. And they are singing Strut by Sheena Easton. That's awesome. And you know what? Just because we don't want to let our people down, here's a little clip of that.
It does not get stuff. any better, does Strats, it? Pout, <laughs> put it out. Like nothing oh, what you want from 80s women. Sitcom cheese, mm. like the Love Boat singer Sand Strut. That's good stuff. So how did Mrs. C look? In you her know, non-1950s wardrobe. You know what? She did not look too bad. She, you know, she had a Easy little bit more eyes. of a modern hair. Easy yeah, she, yeah. She doesn't look as old as she did as Mrs. C. I think that that uh, 50s housewife hairstyle kind of maybe aged yeah. her a little bit. A little bit. A little but bit. Uh, yeah, she was looking mm-hmm. all right. What's your go-to Pluto shows channel? I mean, we actually do a lot of the Love Boat because you know we, we like the cruise. You like the cruise we like a little bit. And, I hear. And, and Shelley will tell you that that was. What made her fall in love with cruising was seeing that as a child. So mm-hmm. we, I, I go to that channel, and um, I do the Twilight Zone. Um, you can catch um, I, the, Three's Company. Three's Company. That's yeah, a, yeah. That's a good Three's one. Company is a good one. Happy Days. You can do all of them. I mean, you can get a little bit of everything in there, which is wonderful. Yeah. And I okay, here's why I, I kind of feel stupid. I just realized, like in the past month, that you could do on demand. And you could just watch oh, movies because yeah. you always just you know hit the guide and like each channel is kind of like the same TV show over and over and over. Like oh, I'll do Perry Mason, I'll do Carol, oh, Bur- yeah, yeah. Carol Burnett show. Carol Burnett's Carol Burnett rocks. So yes. I um, I love them. So I, I usually stick to those channels in the guide, and I would just go from one, and I never clicked on the daggone on demand and watch the movies and the movie I'm talking about today I watched on Pluto oh wow and it was free nice. and I'm like shut up and and here's the thing guys at home it's free it's free it's completely free and you don't have to you have to have an internet hookup that's it but that's it you just go you download the app on your Roku or whatever viewing service you use and boom little known fact when I met Misty she had just come back from Florida she was planning on becoming a cruise director. Wow, I could see her doing that. I, she could be the next would Julie be, McCoy. That she would have totally been totally would have been a cruise director. Yeah, I can see that. Harvey. Then would have I been don't a great know. Choice. Boom. Yeah. Change of plans. <laughs> okay. Okay. Our <laughs> uh, napkin Martin came Hapkin. along. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, and romance and stuff, our podcast is going to be about uh, some of our favorite. 80s romantic movies. Is that because Valentine's Day is coming got up? It. Now, now, if you're listening to this, it was a couple days ago. Yeah. You know, it was February 14th. It was Wednesday. We're dropping this on Saturday. But, uh, yeah. We're so, going to I mean, talk do, about that. Do you, do you have any um, like new Valentine traditions you're establishing as a uh, newly married couple? Well, it is Valentine's Day. Oh, here we go. And some of us dressed appropriately. That's why you've got pink on. He has a pink shirt on. <laughs> yes, I do. And I brought us some heart-shaped cookies. Oh, Holy cow. Yeah. Look at that. From Panera. So, yes. He's got some pink, swirly, heart-shaped cookies for the game. <laughs> they, they, they match your shirt. They, they match, match your shirt. shirt. There oh, we go. Man. You go above and beyond. It all... It all comes which, full which by the way, let's, let's kind of, and we're while we're still parked here before we've actually started the rest of the podcast. Uh, Snowball brought us Christmas presents. Yes, he did. Yes. yes he so did. I got this bulb that says Yippee Kaye on it. It's all festive and everything. It's a very good bulb. And I, I received a um, ornament ornamental bulb as well with the NASA on it because apparently <laughs> he thinks I talk a lot about the space program. <laughs> Is it, which would be the Others lowest. think that too. Okay, okay. the low hanging fruit. Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there, and but now I have a Earth orb, if you will, and um, I'm excited about that. So, Kevin, 
yours is waiting for you. There it is. That's right. I <laughs> uh, appreciate the cookies. Thing. Yeah. And, and, and it all makes sense now. I, uh, I like pulled it. The, mm-hmm. pulled yeah. pink. It's our own little Cupid. Yeah. No, no our, our little... Uh, I was going to wear a diaper, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I decided not to. <laughs> thank maybe, you. Maybe you are anyway. Thank, thank you for that. <laughs> We're getting older. That's right. That's right. It's not out of the common. This week's Living the 80s podcast are brought to you by Depend. Depend. When you're incontinent, we're here for you. (laughs) So Valentine's Day, regardless of the day it falls on, um, I, me and my wife go to White Castle. Mm -hmm. Now now explain White Castle to our viewers in other parts of the country or the world Uh, who may not be in on the intimate delicacy. And and I'm not sure if it's, you know, it's kind of like your your McDonald's, Wendy's, uh, little fast food burger joint, but it's got small, tiny, square, little rat burgers, if you will. Referred to them as sliders. Sliders. Sliders, yeah. They slide in, they slide out. They don't have the best (laughs) reputation. But but the wonderful thing about Valentine's Day, I do. Do you really? I I love them. Gotta be in the mood for them, but sometimes it just hits you. I've only eaten White Castle one time. Oh, wow. That's one time. They're they're great. I mean, you could put one in at... And one bite and eat the sandwiches. It's so I. You can do it. I can do about three. Yeah, three oh, bites. I'll probably oh, take care do. of it. I okay. can do them one. Good. That's something proud. Uh, it's proud. But yeah, so so we go when you go on Valentine's Day though. You have to they close the restaurant and you have to have reservations and then you. It's not like a normal fast food thing that you actually have someone seat you at the table. They bring you a menu. They take your order and it's just. It's just awesome. It is so funny. And Shelly says it's the greatest thing ever, uh, or well, you can't come up with a better idea. Well, we've just been riding this train as long as we can so, while we're with the daughter. So she plays along. She plays along. Now you do go to an actual now, yeah, we well. Yeah, and, and usually whatever that Friday or Saturday before or after, we, we, we go and do a nice dinner for the two of us. But uh, this is what we do with Grace, and so... Does Grace look forward to it? Like, uh, maybe, maybe, gotta, maybe not as much as I. But, but you know, <laughs> well, yeah, they got a, they got a new chicken sandwich. They do. Yeah. What yeah. chicken? I think they've got like a bologna. They've got bologna. I think really? so. No, they don't. Do I they? I think they do. Well, they got like fish. You get, you get shrimp nibblers. All kinds of good yeah, stuff. Chicken good. nuggets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Check it out. All right, guys, hang tight. We'll be back. We'll be talking about our favorite 80s. Mushy, lovey-dovey movies. Yeah, romantic movies. Romantic. going to be awesome. So, guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Living in the 80s. We want to take this opportunity to thank all of those that helped make this possible. First and foremost, we want to thank Spotify for Podcasters for providing this platform, as well as Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and about a dozen others. We also want to give a special thank you to Star1079.com and Roundtown Radio, where you can hear this podcast weekly. Also, be sure to check us out in our Facebook page, Living in the 80s. Most of all, we want to thank you for listening. Welcome back to Living in the 80s. One thing I failed to mention earlier is our friend Lynn had sent us some gifts also. There's something for each of us, but we'll have to wait until next week when Kevin can be with us so we can, you know, look at them all together at the same time. Can't wait. Very clever. Thanks, Lynn. Very Thanks, clever. Lynn. You got me. That's the best, though. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. So yeah, yes. coupon for a free adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lynn's a good guy, but he would do it. 
Okay. So fly there. <laughs> you gotta fly to Nebraska, but hey, you know what? Corn's good this time of year. <laughs> Alright, so we are gonna start on these movies. So the eighties, there were tons of romantic movies, of rom coms, of just all of that all of that stuff. Like whether it was Dirty Dancing or Sixteen Candles or dare I say it, Die Hard. Die Hard's a romantic movie. I see the love. I mean, the things that John McClane did for the woman he loved. For love. Risked his life. For love. Took the lives of others. For love. So that Holly would live. I think there should have been another category called Rom Action. Rom Action. Rom Action. You know, I think they should have made a a sequel to Die Hard. You think so? (laughs) You think so? (laughs) They did? Yeah. So, you say there's like six of them? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yes, rom action. Rom action. Rom action. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. I like it. See, you could sell your girlfriend at that time yeah. on a rom action. It's romantic. It's a romantic movie. Yes. With action. With action. <laughs> so, with action. so we're going to start with Matt. Matt's very prepared tonight. Well, um, the first movie that I picked, it's it just, it's just one of my favorite movies from the '80s. I mean, just hands down. Uh, one of my favorite movies ever made, and that's Pretty in Pink. You told me you couldn't believe in somebody who didn't believe in you. I believed in you. Always believed in you. you. Just didn't believe in me. I love you. Love it. Absolutely love this movie. Uh, it's a 1986. Um, you know, it's one of those like teen, more of a teen romantic kind of a comedy. Uh, but it talks a lot about kind of you got your classes and you're you're rich and you're poor and and uh, it's just it's just it's more of a, a little conflict and, and kind of a bullying issues in, in the school system there. Uh, but then we we meet some of the greatest people that I think ever been on camera. We we meet Ducky. And and I um, mean you know, I just love that dude Ducky. All right, so so this movie was released in uh, in 1986. Uh, so this is my my junior year. January came out January of '86. Mm-hmm. That was your junior year. Yes, as well. sir. And Rob was 33 at the time, I believe. So <laughs> your mom was 33 okay. at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so we we learn a little bit in this movie. We got the the main characters. Is uh, Andy Walsh, what Walsh, and she's just this sweet little gal, little senior girl, and uh, her, she, you know, her, her mom left a few years ago, and uh, just kind of left the family, and the dad has just struggled with trying to get back on his feet. He's not working, and they just don't have a lot of money, and so, uh, but Andy's kind of cool, and she does kind of makes her, and this is what's cool about the eighties, how she she just like makes her own wardrobe, like she you know takes clothes and she just you know the way she accessorizes and all that kind of stuff. I bet but, she went to a thrift store. I bet she did. I bet she um, did. I know she did, and and I bet she got a, a used prom dress, and I bet she also got. A, a new dress from her father. Yes, it's very. I'm just, just predicting. Just you just, <laughs> just get, predicting. Just predicting from your experience in the eighties. My experience. And so, so she uh, she has this one dude, Ducky, who just adores her. I mean, just adores her. Uh, John Cryer. What's his last name is it Goose. Ducky Goose. Duck, come duck on, goose? Duck, come on, man. Is, how long has he been waiting? It's for pretty that? in Top Gun is the name of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be a good action romantic movie. So the, uh, maybe mashups. Oh we yeah, some mashups. Yeah. We got some cool names, uh, cool folks. We're in this movie, Molly Ringwald. We've got John Cryer, Annie Potts, uh, who had different different hair in like every scene. She had like, a different wig on to the very end. It was kind of cool. Uh, James Spader, who is the eternal bad dude, man. He is just the, the Let's villain. Let's pause um, there for a minute. Okay. James Spader's role in that movie was nothing short of legendary. Mm-hmm. For one thing, every movie the dude's in, he just like takes over. And he was not even one of the higher build right. people in this movie. Right. But I mean, his his screen time was maybe five minutes. Oh, okay, and I'm, I'm going to say he this. owned it. I'm going to say this too, and I can say it confidently. He was a good looking dude. I mean, he had the, the hair. He's he fresh. had the eighties hair. And it's funny because you see James Spader now, and he's like in the blacklist, and he's like bald, or he just he looks balding. He looks very old right now. Well, it doesn't he is look in great. the sixties. He now, is in the sixties. So, yeah. But when he was in, in like in this movie in particular, when he had that Don Johnson look with the, he had it down. You know the shirts unbuttoned uh, halfway down, but his, his hair and, and the way he he was just a cool dude. He was the man. He 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 really was. Uh, then we've got uh, a- Andrew McCarthy uh, with Blaine, who is the the love the interest actor ever in Hollywood. Oh, uh, go on. I'm yeah, sorry. we're not saying he's the best, but but uh, he he was he was in there. Uh, we, we see a little bit of Andrew Dice Clay. We do the bouncer. No kidding, he's <laughs> yeah. in there. I might have to actually watch this again. <laughs> he, oh yeah, is, like, uh, to be honest, I really never cared for it, but now I might we, be a fan. And uh, we, we, the first time we ever seen Christy Swanson. On the screen. Oh, Christy Swanson. The first time she was ever on the cinema was in this movie. For not a speaking role, she is referred to as Duckette. I would argue that. Really? She was also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off about a year before. Was she in Ferris Bueller? Remember when the teachers taking attendance? Bueller. 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 Um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Thank you, Simone. No problem whatsoever. Well, they, they said it was her, it was Christy Swanson in her first theatrical film role and credited as Duckett. Huh. So, I mean, we'll, we could have a little battle of the Wikipedias here, but yeah. uh, my Wikipedia said it was her first movie, but maybe your Wikipedia... Maybe featured. Maybe that's the yeah, key. Yeah, because th- this is, she doesn't have a line. Mm-hmm. The, the neat thing about this movie that I learned, uh, kind of research and rewatching it again, <clears throat> and again, I watched it on Pluto TV, which is great. For awesome. Free. Um, you've got Ducky, who loves her, will do anything for her, has worshipped her forever. And she just sees him as the friend, and then she sees this rich dude, and and he shows interest in her, and and it was just it was just they start to they go on a date, and, and it, it's uh, Ducky's brokenhearted, and uh, you got Spader who was just ticked off because he liked her too, and she kind of spurned his love, and so it's just these rich people are treating him like crap, pushing him to the side. And then, then the crazy thing was that they, they when they finished filming the movie, it, it ended with Ducky and um, Andy Molly Ringwald ending up together as a couple. And they, you know, like the guy um, 
you know, broke up with her at the prom. Ducky shows up and, you know, holds her hand. And they end up, you know, all is happy. Ducky's with, with Andy. And so they wrapped up the movie and they started showing it to people to watch it, kind of get their, their, their test on it. And no one thought that she should have ended up with Ducky. They said that they said if if she can't if she can't end up with the rich guy, it sends a message that you know it's more classist that they would say it's like, well then you know, poor people can't be with rich people blah blah blah. Oh yeah. So so five yes. weeks later after they wrapped the movie, they said we need to shoot another ending. So Andrew McCarthy was already working on Broadway doing uh, some stuff. Had a, he lost some weight and had his hair cut real short, so they had to come back. And they put a wig on for the last scene. And it looks he, like a wig. I was going to say, is it noticeable? Yeah. Right. His, his, his last scene. And you could tell he's thinner. And it's just a whole different shebang. But, yeah, they breathe. And, and what's kind of neat we, is is they, the, they came up, the, the, the song, you know, the, the, the main song. Leave. Yeah, If You Leave by, by uh, Orchestra, Orchestra Maneuvers, Maneuvers in the Dark. In the dark. OMD for O-M-D. those. OMD. That yes. song was, was wrote in, in a 48-hour period just just for that scene of, of, of him being with, her so that wasn't even in the movie mm-hmm. then he made cut they said well we need a song and, and this and that was how that came to be so wow. that was kind of a neat little thing i thought but i i and, and i i was always such a ducky fan i would kind of wish he would end up with ducky but they said they didn't want to do ducky wrong and that's why he you know looked over and saw old christy swanson there and and what was cool is, is at the very end like she looks at him and She's all hot, and he's like, you know, he does the moi, and then he breaks the fourth wall, and he looks at the camera like, and it's just beautiful, like, let's do this. Yes. That was kind of cool. Which, I'll watch that now, and yeah. see that, that part. I still get that same feeling when I did the first time. I was like, yes. Yes, I love yes. that. I love when he did that. Oh. So, okay, you got your choice to go out with Christy Swanson or Molly Ringwald. Who are you going out I mean, you can't be, can't be, don't feel bad for Ducky. Don't, <laughs> don't feel, feel bad, bad for, for Ducky. Ducky. <laughs> no. So you didn't answer the question. What's that? Well, oh, well, you know what? I, I mean, I've always liked Molly, though. I, I know I, you I, have. I've always liked There's Molly. Something, something there. There's something. Your, your there. affection for her goes way back. It's the pouty lips. I can't. I don't know what yeah. it is. I, I'm just saying. I probably wouldn't Molly. I would Molly. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. But yeah. Um, so um, good lines in this movie. I mean, there's a lot of great. Uh, you know, drinking and driving don't mix. That's why I ride a bike. Yes. Off like a dirty shirt. Oh, there's just so many good ones. Yes. Um, but great, great movie. Um, I, I, I want Grace hasn't seen it. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna watch this here next oh, you week or to. so because it, it's not like a you know gratuitous sex scenes. No, it's a raunchy movie. It's a, it's a there's good none. movie to watch. So. Oh yeah, I think um, she would probably. She as a high schooler, I think she could probably go. Oh yeah, you know what? I identify. People mm-hmm. in my school that might act like this. For sure. Yeah. I just want to know how many times you go, oh, I forgot about that scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of references here or there, but it's, yeah. it is a, uh, it's Pretty been homeless. one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, great soundtrack and uh, did pretty good box office. And yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack's amazing. Mm-hmm. So here's something I found. So this was well, somewhat recently, a couple of years ago. Chrissy Swanson took to X, formerly known as Twitter. And she's talking about, I think you guys probably have heard, like they want, people are calling to cut Donald Trump's scene from Home Alone 2. Yeah. So here's what she had to say. If cancel culture is really going to have Donald Trump removed from the John Hughes movie Home Alone, 
then in support of my president, I'd like to have myself officially removed from John Hughes' films, Pretty in Pink and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. And she's got a laughing emoji. It's like, how ridiculous is it? Right. It's already happened. It's already been done. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So, I like her a little more right now. <laughs> <laughs> she just became a little more attractive. Yeah. So, no matter what side you lean on, Politically, we always try to stay out of politics unless it's like, remember when Ronald Reagan won that election by a whole lot? Right. <laughs> um, you know, no matter what side you stay on, you know, let it be. Let it be. be. All right. Uh, nice synopsis of the movie, man. Thanks. I, I, I did love the movie. Like I said, I, I really love the soundtrack. It's yeah. one of my top you know, four or five soundtracks mm-hmm. of, of the 80s. Were you a big fan of the movie, Mike? To be honest, never been in my wheelhouse. I know I've watched it. You've seen it? I don't recall really anything other than the people in it. Wow. So maybe I'll give it a try again. See, now, growing up, I I really identified with Ducky when it comes to, like, like clothing. You kind of had Ducky's look. I I think Ducky stole Matt's look. Let's do it that way. Let's do it that way. I mean, I I did. I I patterned a lot after this cat with Mm -hmm. with with the bolo ties and the... Layered jackets and uh, now if I could have had his hair, he had the hair. He has some, now he's bald. Now like he's James bald. Spader. Yeah, <laughs> but he's. I I did like his look and like when he's saying you know try a little tenderness there in oh, yeah. the uh, he he lip synced and, and yeah. that's something else I like to do switching high school is lip sync so I mean I I, I, I rocked the it's ducky. Like I love Otis. My mother used yeah. to sing this to me. Sings a job. That's great. Snowball. All right. Well, like Matt. One of my all-time favorite movies. This, I don't know, think I would call it a romantic comedy, but I would call it a comedy that's romantic. Okay. Coming to America. But where in New York can one find a woman with grace, elegance, taste, and culture? A woman suitable for a king? Queens. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you. Snowball, you go above and beyond, my brother. I'm waiting to There's explain. romance. Hold on. Okay. Go ahead and All right. It. So, those who are not familiar with coming to America, I don't know who wouldn't, but just in case there's a couple people out there, um, it's a uh, movie that was directed by John Landis and created by Eddie Murphy, who, who stars in the lead role, and his co stars are Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones. Darth Vader and John Amos. Great cast. Mm-hmm. Top notch cast. We're talking Eddie Murphy at his peak here. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I love, this isn't the romantic part, but just the fact that Eddie Murphy plays four different characters. He plays Prince Akeem Jaffer, the crown prince of Zamunda. You didn't see that in a lot of movies. No, then, no. Which was no. very cool. No. And he plays Randy Watson. <laughs> also known as sexual, sexual chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> he plays Saul, the Jewish barber. Hilarious. And Clarence, the owner of the barbershop. While Arsenio Hall also plays four different characters. He plays Simi, who's Akeem's, I don't know what he called him, butler, valet, guardian, Best friend, whatever. All of that. He's his buddy. Plays Reverend Brown. Love Reverend Brown. Yes. Can you do Reverend Brown? There, I can't preacher? do Reverend Brown. Oh, that's disappointing. Brown. Morris the Barber, and then he also plays an extremely ugly girl <laughs> in a bar scene where they were kind of interviewing different ladies. Okay, so those of you who aren't familiar with the movie, um, a King Joffer, who's the crown prince, he has an arranged marriage back in Zamunda. His parents have picked his bride for him. She's beautiful, 
but she doesn't really think on her own. She's just there to serve him, which, eh, you know, not so bad. <laughs> but Prince Akeem, he wants a woman that thinks for herself, an indep- more of an independent woman. You know, it's okay. the 80s now. Yeah. He wants an independent woman. Yeah. Okay. So where do you go find out? He's an 80s lady. He does want an 80s lady. Mm-hmm. That is true. So where do you go to find Good your uh, queen? Good America. You go to Queens, New York. That's right. Yes. Where all the queens are. Exactly. That's no right. better place. So if you haven't seen it, he and, uh, and Simi pose as uh, American college students. Or, I'm sorry, foreign students coming to America. And they call it something like the the University of New York or whatever. <laughs> you know, they don't even know where they're going to college, so. So the movie kind of starts, they go to New York, he's looking for a you know, good American girl. So they go to this local community benefit where my man Randy Watson performs. <laughs> you can't say Randy Watson <laughs> without saying just, Randy you Watson. Gotta say you gotta it say it that way. way. If you haven't seen it, you gotta know why. So there's this lovely lady named Lisa McDowell. Mm. She's there to help raise some money for the community. You know, she's just got a presence about her. And he says, that's the woman for me. So he finds out her family owns a local fast food restaurant called McDowell's. Not to be confused with McDonald's. Don't want to confuse Something else entirely different. <laughs> totally different. So they take, he and uh, Simi take these really low-level jobs. They're basically janitors. Just so he can be close to her. Yeah. She doesn't know he's a rich prince. He wants her to fall in love it's for really him. It really is a love story. It is a it love is. story. Okay. He wants her to fall in love for him just as he is. He's a little different. You know, there's a scene where they're at a Knicks game, and uh, some guy from Zamunda sees him and, you know, is kind of bowing at That's his right. feet. A little yeah. awkward, but, you know. So they eventually go out, and uh, she's starting to fall for him. Yeah. Well, about that time... Prince Akeem's father, James Earl Jones, the king of Zamunda, shows up in New York and tells her he's just here to sow his wild oats. That's not what he's there for. He's, he's there, there for love. love. He's, he's there, there love. for love. So his, his pops basically ruins it. Yeah. He tells her she, he's just trying to hook up a little one-nighter and move on and go get married back in Zamunda. He's blocking him. Yeah, block yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he finds her. He explains to her, you know, as quickly as, quickly as he can on the subway why he's there for her, and she's confused. She doesn't know what to do, and she runs away into the rain. He goes back to Zamunda. He's agreeing to marry the girl from the arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. But what happens? Old uh, King Jaffe Jaffer himself, he, he and his wife, they went back. They knew that he was not truly in love with this. No, he was not. Arranged marriage chick. They brought back. Lisa McDowell. So when he goes and he pulls the veil back, who is it? It's Lisa. It's not the other girl. So he's happy. They're in love. So what do they do? They live happily ever after. And there's nothing more romantic in a movie where you go on <coughs> to live happily ever right. after as we find out 25 years later <laughs> in the Coming sequel. Coming to America 2, which is not as good as the Which is original. terrible. I do love the part in that, in the sequel, though. They said, why do people even make sequels? They're never going to be as good as the originals. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You were really spot on with that one. <laughs> as far as songs in the movie, there is one song. is from 1958 by Jackie Wilson. It's called To Be Loved. If you've never heard it, beautiful song. I love the old stuff. Give me a little Jimmy Durante. Give me some Jackie Wilson. Jimmy Durante. <laughs> Jimmy Durante. <laughs> That's good stuff. He texted me a few about a month ago. He's like, 
I'm just chilling listening to Jimmy Durant. He sends me like two songs to listen to. Now, if you know me, if you send me music, I'm going to listen, listen to it. it. Right. I'm like, <laughs> he's, he's lost it. What? So I listened to it. He, we haven't done a podcast. He's going rogue. He's going rogue. <laughs> so that's my movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It is truly a romantic movie. It is. It is. It's a good one. Good job, Snowball. Thank you. You made something out of something that I did not see coming, for one. Yeah. It was really... You didn't see something coming to America, did you? I... No, you didn't. No, but there it was. <laughs> so, my movie, uh, my first movie here, was released right at the end of the decade. The very edge of the decade. It was released April 14th, 1989. Directed by Cameron Crowe, starring <laughs> Iona Sky, John Mahoney, and John Cusack. I'm talking about... Say anything. Diane Court doesn't go out with guys like you. She's a brain. Trapped in the body of a game show hostess. Diane Court does not realize how good looking she is. This sounds great to me, man. I'm going to call it. That's what's cool about her. Brains stay with brains. The bomb could go off and their mutant genes would form the same cliques. I wouldn't get my hopes up, Lloyd. I'm sorry. It's just you're a really nice guy and we don't want to see you get hurt. I want to get hurt. <laughs> This is a story of Lloyd Dobler, played by John Cusack. I love that name. That is a great character name, Lloyd, Lloyd Dobler. Dobler. He, he would probably have to be on the Mount Rushmore of, of, of 80s names. At least top ten. Yeah. I mean, that name alone, that knocks you down like two ranks on the scale of one to ten chart. Oh, yeah. Who are you dating? Lloyd Dobler. Dobler. Lloyd, he wants to be a kickboxer, sport of the future. and uh, He wasn't far off. He wasn't far off. It was just about ready to take off, and he was right. At the same time, he's had a crush on Diane Court for years, but has never had the, the nerve to ask her out. So finally, he says, you know what? I'm going to do it. So he calls her up, and he asks her out on a date, and she says yes, much to his surprise. So I don't recall. Does she say Who? <laughs> Does she ask? No, no. She she looks him up in the yearbook. That's right. Yeah, that's how she, she finds him. She she says okay. Now at this point, like she's a class valedictorian, super uber smart, getting ready to go to Oxford on a fellowship to study whatever she's studying there. And before she takes off, like she's never done anything. She's never dated anyone. I mean, she's beautiful. She's never dated anybody. Her dad's made sure she keeps her head in the books and everything's good. And so finally, they go out. And they have a great time. They go to a graduation party where Lloyd is the key master, which basically means people are drinking. You don't get the keys unless he determines you are actually sober enough to drive. They fall in love, obviously. And one thing leads to another. They are getting closer and closer. Her dad gets in some legal trouble. She feels like she owes it to her father to help take care of the family business. And they break up. Lloyd's heart's broken. He can't function. He can't do anything. And he has to win her back. Oh, we love happy endings in Hollywood. Yeah. And he wins her back. That's beautiful. With the help of a boombox. Oh, that's yes. all you need. That's, that's all, all you need. need. That's, all, that's you need. all you need. That's right. And a good song, too, really yeah. helps. Yeah. Well, dude, that's that's probably one of the greatest songs. When you, when you think of like love songs, I, that scene right there, when he raises that, that boom box and you get little Peter Gabriel's coming at you mm. in your eyes. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, I, I, it's iconic.
It was. I think that is one of certainly one of the most iconic scenes of the '80s, but maybe of all time. Yeah, I mean, like how many times have you seen it recreated, like on TV shows or other movies, or somebody's holding up a boombox? Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, it, it is. I mean, I it it is. It's iconic. I mean, there's just no other. There's no other way to get around it, and, and, and the way he just he holds it up there for like two minutes, and just and she's sitting there, you know, sleeping, waking up, hearing the birds chirping, and all of a sudden you 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 hear this music being played, and there he is, just our love, my love's gonna. I mean, it's awesome. It's it just is beautiful. It it's, is. It's powerful. It's it's ro- it's romantic. It is romantic. It's romantic. It, you know, mm. it, it's it's. Cool because you know the guys can relate to Lloyd. Mm-hmm. The girls can kind of relate to Diane. Yeah, they really melt when they see this grand gesture, this dude. And if you had Ducky's look, but I had a couple outfits that was kind of Lloyd Dobblerish, I think. So that I is. that was back in the cake box. Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have come in handy at the U-Haul store. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of making peace with this young man, I could have just kicked him a roundhouse right to the, the face. face and a man wearing pants like these. <laughs> Rex Quando. <laughs> I love that movie. Loved it then. Love it now. Yeah. And it, it has held up very well. Absolutely. Angie and I watched it uh, a few months ago. And just to, uh, you know, we're just kind of going through this thing and catching up on these movies that either we had forgotten about or haven't seen in a long time. So, For sure. um, great movie. Did they make it, though? Did they make it? I'm sure they did. I'm you think sure they made it long term? Oh, I'm sure. Well, okay, first of all, he is so dedicated in love with her. Oh, yes. he, he's and not she, breaking it off. No, there's and, no and doubt about that. She is is like this man adores me. She's yeah. not going to find a guy like because let's face it, man, so guys could be punks. Well, Lloyd's not a punk. Yeah. Lloyd's not a punk. Yeah. And by the way, this was ranked number eleven on Entertainment Weekly's list of the fifty best high school movies. There it is. I would rank it higher than that personally. Mm-hmm. Top five. Yeah, sure. probably yeah. so. Yeah. Definitely top ten. But uh, definitely. Yeah. Lloyd Dobler, say anything. That's my uh, first that's romantic. A good, that's movie. a very good. Sound one. good. That's good. All right. So we're going to take a break now. We're going to come back, and we're each going to go one more time around. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Shall we play a game? Hi, I'm Joel McLaughlin, the most excellent host of Living in the Retro Arcade. If you're into video games from the 70s through current day, this is the show for you. We'll talk about technical aspects of the games as well as memories, the best that we can remember them. That's Living in the Retro Arcade, available on all popular podcast platforms. Welcome back to Living in the 80s. We are going to finish our conversation here with three more of our favorite romantic love story movies from the 1980s. Let's be honest, there are a lot of them. We are not even scratching the surface. Well, and if we can make Coming to America a love story, <laughs> you could pretty much find love anywhere, and die hard. right? Yeah, and, yeah die hard. and Die Hard, yeah. Yeah. Roadhouse, I'm sure it's a, it's a great love well, story. It is a, it is a great story. love yeah. story. Yeah. Rambo Part 2. Airplane. Oh, yeah. Sean. Wrong. Bo. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part where the uh, lady this dies. This podcast is brought to us <laughs> by the Columbus Mentalist Society. Uh, we're going to start with Snowball this time. Oh, I wasn't even ready. I wasn't ready. I didn't know we were doing We're too. talking about movies? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? That should have been in the text. All right. Far away, Snowball. Right. What's your next movie? 1987 hit, Can't Buy Me Love. All of you thought we were a couple. What a joke! 
Ronald Miller paid me 1,000 bucks to pretend I liked him. What a deal, huh? $1,000 to go out with him for a month. This guy. Oh, God. He bought me. And he bought all of you. He was sick and tired of being a nobody. Yeah, and he said that all of you guys would worship him if we went out. And I didn't believe that. I was like, no way. And he was right. No, he was right. Our little plan worked, didn't it, Ronald? Great movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. I've occasionally watched that one today. Yeah. Still holds. You know, Ronald Miller. Ronald Miller. Yes, that's the man. So it's a typical American teen romantic comedy film. It's directed by Steve Rash, starring Kevin Ackley as Ronald Miller and Diana Spicer as Cindy Mancini. You see it, don't you? I could see it. Mm-hmm. I could see it. So Ronald, he's your typical, you know, high school nerd. He's living in a suburban uh, Tucson, Arizona. He spent all summer mowing the lawns. He's, He's the, the lawn, lawn boy. He lawn is boy. the lawn boy. He's got his cowboy hat on. You know, he's looking good. So he's saving Was money. Was he looking good? Yeah. Initially. Yeah. Man, a little sweaty. It's Tucson. It's summertime. He's mowing. What are you mowing in Tucson in the summertime? Yeah, grab dirt. Yeah. Mowing dirt. dirt. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, how nerdy he was. You know how... He, you wear the, the like the undershirt T-shirt. He's wearing that like the sleeves are a little too short because like he's had it since seventh grade. Yep, yep. yeah, it just didn't look good. No, it's not a good look. I oh, you're good. good, you're good. So what is he doing? He's saving up to buy himself a telescope and a new sailor hat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and a new sailor hat. And for those of you who don't understand the sailor hat reference, mm-hmm. please listen to our prior 146 episodes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it gets mentioned at least once every other. <laughs> okay. So, Ronald, he's an opportunistic young man. And, well, Cindy, she's not one who thinks ahead a whole lot. Cindy goes and she borrows her mom's nice suede jacket. White. Wears it. White suede jacket. Wears it to a party without permission. And she gets wine spilt all over it. Well, it's an expensive jacket. Yeah. Probably got it from Wilson's. Mm-hmm. Would that be your guess? Got to go to the mall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from Wilson's. Or Berman's. Leather. Berman's. Berman's leather. Yeah. There you go. So, Ronald Miller. Good shout out. He seizes the opportunity. It's going to cost $1,000 to replace this jacket. So, what does he do? He makes a deal with Cindy and says, hey, tell you what. I'll give you the 1000 bucks I've been saving for that telescope and sailor hat. And you can buy the jacket, but all you got to do is pretend to be my girlfriend for one month. Is that asking too much? That's not asking too much at all. No, I mean, of course everybody would believe that she's going out with Ronald Miller. Right, Okay. So Ronald, you know, he basically turns his back on his nerdy friends. Been his friends for life. He's hanging out with the cool people now. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. He's getting invited to all the parties. Yeah. You know, he's inventing dances. Yes, he is. All that dance he saw on the National Geographic show. That's great. Yep. So there are months up. And well, lo and behold, Cindy, she's starting to get a little feelings for Ronald. She's starting to dig the vibe, you know? So, but he, he's clueless. He's never had a girlfriend. He isn't sensing that she's... He still thinks she's part of the act. Yep. She's just acting. Mm Mm-hmm. So... They break up, and he continues to be popular. Now he's uh, dating 
uh, the cheerleaders, you know, all the cheerleaders still hanging out with the cool people. Well, Cindy, she's starting to get a little irritated by it, you know. So she spills the beans on the poor guy. After s- several adult beverages. After, yes, many adult beverages. Hopefully they, she wasn't wearing that white suede jacket. I don't believe she was. But, yes, she spills the beans on the poor guy at a New Year's Eve party. So Ronald, he's been living this life for three months. He's on top of the world. And this poor dude, he goes crashing. He hits rock bottom. She pulled the rug out from him like he had never expected. So not only is he no longer cool, and the cool people don't like him, the old nerd friends, they don't want anything to do with him either. So here he is, a man, no friends. So my question to you guys, is it worth knowing you would have three months at the top of the social chain to no longer have any friends thereafter. Mm. You know, it's kind of rough for me because I was at the top of the social chain. There it is. Uh, it's there hard to relate, I knew. But I, I, mean, I, I, I can't imagine my life outside of the upper echelon <laughs> of teenage high school society. <laughs> Oh, How about you, man? As I said with a straight is, face. Is, is, it, is, it, is it worth it? Was it? <laughs> no, it's definitely not worth it. Your really? friends are your friends. You don't ride that wave for however short-lived. You can't do that. You just can't. It's I not mean, right. I mean, we're going from, you know, Nerdville know, to the top of I the know. chain. I Cheerleaders. You know. it, it would be a nice ride, though. It would be a nice <laughs> ride. <laughs> so what ultimately ends up happening is she's actually got some feelings for the guy still. He's back to being the lawn boy. Nobody gives him the time of day. And she's heading off one day with her group of friends, and she sees him out there mowing the lawn. Aren't, did they kind of laugh and make fun of him? Oh, of course. You know, yeah. A little, little poke here, a mm-hmm. little poke there. And, you know, they're driving down the street in this nice Mustang convertible. Mm-hmm. You know. But actually, I was going to also mention, movie <laughs> stars one of the greatest rappers of all time. Name him. Who is in this movie? Great rapper. Great rapper. Playing one of the social elites. Hmm. I have no idea. Uh, I just know Patrick Dempsey and Iona Sky. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Kevin Ackley and Diana Sky. Yeah. <laughs> Rico Suave. Rico. Yes. yes. Who was once in Menudo? The greatest Was he a Menudo? Was he a Menudo guy? Yes, he was. He was a Menudin. Yeah, so he really wasn't street tough, huh? No. <laughs> he would like to see that's great acting. He was a great actor. Great actor. He didn't get the credit he deserved. So anyway, so let me get back to the real story here. So she's heading off, probably going shopping, you know, heading to the mall. It's the 80s. And she just, she's still digging Ronald. She comes running out of that Mustang. Jumps on the back of that mower, and they ride off into the sunset. It's beautiful. Just like a good old western. That's a beautiful It is. Right there. Isn't that a great love story? That's yeah. a great love story. I mean, the highs, the lows, Me the emotional, too. the blackmail. He got it all. <laughs> well, and it's funny that he grows up to be, you know, one time, you know, the sexiest man in America. McDreamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sweet home Alabama. Yeah, 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 he does well. He did very well for himself. Very well. And I, I made a mistake. Gerardo was never in Menudo. Oh, that's all right. Leave it on there. <laughs> we'll leave it on there. He was in Colors, though. Yes, he was. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. You were fact-checking me, weren't you? No, no, no I was fact-checking myself on the Medugo. <laughs> okay. So I, I thought I would go look and just just to make sure. I was wrong. Somebody, let's keep that recorded running. Brian just said he was wrong. And action. I know that you all see me as the paragon of all that is 80, but uh, I was incorrect yeah, it, on what? my... What's that? My statement. Well, no, what, no what, you know what? Which you statement? You weren't because uh, this... Because I was mistaken. No, because this podcast is built on the best that we remember. <laughs> That's it. right. And you remember him being in the new <laughs> All of these years. And that that got right. it, he's in the Thank new you, new Matt. Thank so you. You're That's still the best right. that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gee whiz, I'm 57. Yeah. And uh, what happened when I was... 19. Collecting my Menudo albums. Yeah. When you I saw the Menudo albums? No, you did. You were no, collecting. You just said you listened I, to your Menudo albums. No, I was. Did he not just say I that? I was phrasing as if I was you. Oh. I was playing the character of Rob. Don't come in here with your pink shirt on talking about my Menudo records. They're yours. No, that's why you seem so surprised that he was in Menudo. Oh, that's funny. Because he knew he wasn't. All right. So, anyway. Uh, very nice. I did like that movie a lot. I don't think I saw it in the theaters. I probably saw it on like home video VHS, after maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a good one. I was. Uh, I, I can still watch that and dig it. Yeah. Great teen movie. Yeah, eighty seven, senior year. Yeah. You know, so actually the summer between um, senior year of high school and freshman year of college. So, yeah. so it's right around your age then. Yeah, yeah. He would have yeah. been like riding He's that wheel. It was so nice. Matt yeah. related to him very well. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> or Kevin. Actually, or Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. So, Matt, we're going a little bit different direction here. Yeah. Yeah, your movie, not the traditional love story, but still an, uh, an epic love story. This this is, I think this is the epitome of, of just love stories. Uh, I, I chose The Princess Bride. Death cannot stop true love. All it can do is delay it for a while. You mock my pain! Life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says differently is selling something. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. Marriage, that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream. Uh, I mean, just to me, it's just mm. one of the... You never mentioned that movie before. I hate you so much with every breath in my being sometimes. <laughs> wow. No, I, I do. I, I think... I, and, and when you look up when you look up rom-com movies in the 80s or you look up uh, romance movies, I mean, if, if there's several lists. Well, this is number one. I so did it, see it, that it, myself. I was it, shocked. It needs to be... If we're going to talk about romance movies, I, I just felt the need for it to be acknowledged because... Daggone it, there's, you know, the Buttercup. I mean, how much more love do you need than a little bit of Buttercup love? That's right. And so, she looks a lot like Jenny from Forrest Gump. Shocking. She does. She hmm. really does, actually. Yeah. How, how do you pronounce, um, you know, it's a Rob Reiner film, but how do you pronounce um, our boy Wesley? Is it Carrie... Ewells. Ewells. It's a very E-L-W-E-S. Which I loved him in Psych. Yes, he was Sparto. He was oh. great. He, in he was he was also in the latest Mission Impossible movie. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, you know, he had a great character in Psych. Actually, I, yeah, you don't see him in a lot of things, and that's no. it's kind of weird because you know I, it's almost like he's selective. Like, oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I can get behind the psych show. It's yeah, I get it. I dig it. And it's a good show. That's a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so as my cohort here, you know, we we have referenced this movie before a time or two. It's, Once or twice. It may or may ten. okay. Oh, you don't have to say ten. Not, not say as many ten. references as the sailor hat. Thank you. <laughs> no, but let's yeah. put a few. And, and I and, and so we don't need to jump into it deeply. We we know how this this story goes. Um, it's it's the grandpa reading this, the grandson story, and this is just the story of the book yeah. that he read to his kid and his kids' kids, and it's just a, a, a great tale of of these two countries and people trying to get each other to go to war and trying to kill people, frame people, and there's some. A lot of fighting. And what's just fun? Did you get to have a nice little romance story and have some sword fights? And, and, and Andre uh, the Giant. Andre the freaking Giant is in there. And, and Billy Crystal. Love Billy Crystal's role. Uh, Rene Rusinoff. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of great people in it. Um, but but the, the love story, I think. And, when, and you've, got, you've got Quicksand. Yeah. You've got people going in quicksand. You don't see that in... Uh, Unless you watch The Laverne Sherwood. Yeah, there's a lot of quicksand. <laughs> a lot of 80s <laughs> sitcoms with quicksand. Batman. Yes. Yeah, there's quicksand in that I one. thought there would be a lot more. I thought I it would be a bigger really scared thing. of quicksand yeah. as a kid. I thought we was going to deal with it a lot more as adults, but we really don't <laughs> seem too. to... It's not been as problematic as I thought Did it was. Did you ever practice... Escaping from quicksand, yeah, because yes. you want to go slow. You want you want to make quick movements and get a stick, <laughs> get flat something as flat to stick. I mean, I know how to get out of it, but I just haven't ever fallen into it yet. So, but you're ready when. It but happens. I am so ready. I am so ready. Brand but yeah, so like you know, um, Wesley took like a vine and dove in after her actually and got her. So that was pretty cool. That's love. That's because that's love. That's true. Yeah, he sacrificed himself. Yeah. And, and and it's you and know the most deadliest substance in the world, quicksand. Yes, there it is. So you know you got the love story. You know he he went out to make money just to marry her. Didn't have the money, and then so uh, word word comes back that he's dead. And so for five years she still loves him, um, but but you know, she never gives up on him, and he comes back, and they find each other, and now this this uh, king wanted to marry her, and it's, it's all a big ploy to get countries to fight other countries, he's going to kill her, blah, 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 but when they find out that he is the farmhand from the farm that she was raised on, I mean, it was just, you know, as you wish, he would say, and then boom, they're right back, and they just, it's this beautiful kiss, it's a lot of love, and, you know, it's its just a great story. Really uh, but uh, yeah, and and this, there's just so, and it's funny how it it's 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 an iconic movie again, but it was like didn't do well at the box office. Uh, it, it's you know didn't make a lot of money up front and wasn't super popular in the beginning, but it became like this cult thing. So gotta love it. It is. I think it takes. How do I say this? I think it takes the words cult classic and like defines them. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a movie, like you said, didn't do anything, but today, it's like people are quoting this movie left and right, and it's oh, been yeah. 40 years. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, this it's a very, very quotable movie. Um, 
I, I did see the neat little tidbit about Andre Giant. He was trying to get all these different people, you know, looking for someone tall, someone big to play the Giant. And uh, they could, they wanted Andre Giant initially, but he couldn't come, couldn't commit to it because he was supposed to wrestle in Tokyo where he was going to receive $5 million. Not a now, bad payday. That's a lot of money for 19, probably 86. Probably Giant Baba. Yeah, think about that. He, he was going to make... Saruda. Yeah. He was going to make $5 million in 1986 that's for impressive. a match. That's a big gate. That's insane. I wonder what I read that. I'm like, what in the world? That's a lot <laughs> They of love money. their giants over there in Japan. They, they do. They do. They do. You know. So the match got canceled, and then he took the gig. So I was like, well, I guess I'll do this. Yeah, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, he more said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, just great movie. Uh, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be on my list for most topics, because it's gonna. <laughs> so whatever next topic will be, you know what, Princess Bride friends. So there's a mashup, Princess Bride and goes to the moon in a space. Oh, yes. say there we go. Massa <laughs> Princess Bride. There it is, Massa uh-huh. Bride. I like it. I do. Nice. Mm. Good. Okay, what do you got, Robbie? Um. So. My movie, again, so many to choose from. So many. So many. And it was down to a last-minute decision for me, but I think of movies that I will watch over and over again. This is one. 1988, a movie starring Brian Brown, Tom Cruise, and the always beautiful Elizabeth Shue. Jordan, I have to talk to you. What's going on? Please, there's so many things. I don't know where to begin. Doug is dead. What? Killed himself. Brian. He was my best friend, but he was too proud to let me help him. He was too proud to show how he felt until it was too late. I don't want to make that same mistake, Jordan. He pushed right past me into the sitting room. And I thought I told you to keep that punk out of this house. Sorry, you can find me. Jordan, Jordan, are you in there? I have saved money. I've worked Jordan. out alone with my uncle for some more. With hard work, I know I can turn it into something great. Brian, I know you no, can. No, no. I know you can. Really, it doesn't really no, listen, matter. Listen to me. Listen to me. She was on the Give elevator me before Give I me knew the it. key. I love you. I want to marry you. I've loved you from the first moment I saw you, Jordan. Please. Please, come with me. That's your go-to right there. How are you going to leave her off of the list? She is stunningly she's, beautiful. She's on the list. She's awesome. She is. Yeah. That I mean, she we, is. you know, he dated for a while. She is. She's, she's always she been. She doesn't know. Yeah, but that's irrelevant. That's okay. irrelevant. So, Cocktail is the story of Brian Flanagan, played by Tom Cruise, who is a real go-getter. Uh, he really wants to try to... to you know, he's willing to work hard. He wants to make money. He wants to make his fortune. He's got tons of you know, self-help and get-rich books. And he's re- ready to put the work in. He just can't get anybody to take a chance on him. Goes to college, goes to business school, and his professor basically talks him down. How do you possibly expect to make it on this kind of a stupid idea, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada? So um, he ends up getting a great bartending gig in New York City. Doug Coughlin, played by Brian Brown. And he kind of teaches him the ropes on how to do this high-profile bar act yeah. thing the bartenders can sing and dance and really shtick. work the crowd yes they're shtick. shtick they work their shtick and um they become really good friends and then they have a falling out 
And then Brian takes off and goes to Jamaica. And he's got his own little little bar set up there. He's doing good money. There's women throwing themselves at him all, all day. Loving life. And then he meets Jordan, who mm. turns his world upside down. She's beautiful. They spend you know, the days and evenings together. He just has fallen for her big time. And then he screws it up, of course. He's a pig. He's a pig. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he, once he finds out he loses her, he goes back to New York City, where they both happen to be from, and he's got to try to win her back. Yeah. Yes. In the end of the story, he ends up with his own bar, Cocktails and Dreams. It was the exact idea he had in business school. The guy said he wouldn't make it. The place is packed. It's packed. She's pregnant. Boom. They're together. They're having twins. See that? And that's how it worked. Happily ever after. So, a couple of things here that may turn some people off to this movie. Tom Cruise, number one. Oh, go on with your list, though. Well, if you don't like Tom Cruise, like <coughs> Snowball mentions about as often as Kevin mentions his sailor hat. There it is. And Matt and m- mentions Manassa NASA and Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. <laughs> and I mention... About everything in the 80s. I don't yeah, think sure. I have a really yeah. good go to so much. Oh, oh, anything John I, Hughes. I, 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 I keep reminding of, of, of when I dated Elizabeth Shue. Yes, yes. yes. And every John Hughes movie. Yes. Yeah, well, gone. they're pretty awesome. Well, yeah, they are. But, <laughs> you know. So, this movie was, uh, was it won the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Picture. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. Even though it grossed more than $170 million on a budget of $20 million. Isn't that something? Okay, name me Worst Picture. I don't care. I yeah. got $150 million reasons why right. they were number one. And it gave us the Beach Boys classic Kokomo, Yeah, which a lot of people hate. It's not my favorite Beach Boys song, I'll tell you that. And you're a big Beach Boys fan. I do enjoy the Beach yeah. Boys. First band I really liked as a kid. So. Yeah. But I like Kokomo. I do. I do. I like. I love the Beach Boys as a kid. They also is John Stamos on the drums in Kokomo. He is. <laughs> <laughs> is that a reason? That I'd might like? be one yeah. more reason to hate the movie. But uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it then. I like it now. There's nothing wrong with this movie. And uh, you know, that's that's my uh, 150 million dollars. That's a good reason to yeah like that movie. It's very good. So you can buy your love. See that? See that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. See nice tie Let's see what you did there. So uh, next week, we're going to be back, and we're going to... I'm sorry, Snowball. Can I interrupt? I, oh, I, I my just, God. What's stopped oh you before, sir? <laughs> Proceed as usual. <laughs> so I have to ask this question. So we None of us talked about when Harry met Sally. I thought one of us was going to go down that uh, road. I we, we had talked about it in the chat. Okay. I was. So the premise of that movie is... Can men and women just be friends? I think they can. I've got plenty of female friends. None of them are as hot as Meg Ryan. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. well, of 1980... Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Not, not Joker, Meg yeah, Ryan. Yeah, 1989 Meg, Meg Ryan. Not, not uh, yeah, love that Joker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about you, Matt? What do you think? Can um, you, can you, is it possible to be friends with a female? I mean... Yes and no. That's where I go. I say yes and I say no. Number one, is she ugly? We can be friends. Yes, we can be friends. <laughs> well, you know what? I have I have had several attractive girls uh, throughout my life that I have been friends with. And many of them I did not date or even try to date. Because there's 
always something. There's a, maybe an annoying little habit. Maybe there's that one thing you just can't get past, like for man hands. Man hands. I dated a girl who had she's thumb, a wild talker. Uh, she's a quiet toe thumbs talker. or thumb toes or yeah. however you want to describe it. Or if she's an atheist and you're a Christian, that's, that's, that makes it tough. That's a you see one. those, so those can't. But if you're single, she's single. You're hot. She's well, hot. I'm hot. Yeah, she's okay. hot. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I don't know. I don't know if you can just be friends. I think you're at least going to try. You're going to go down that road. We're friends. You know what? I I kind of will take the female approach here, for once. One time. Well, you, be... yes, you're special. They go on. All right. So the guy in the pink shirt. <laughs> what color is your shirt? Pink. Okay, okay. Thanks. So a lot of times I I really don't want to jeopardize a friendship, over, you know, what, what may not work out. Yeah, or I, and I, I think sometimes I think maybe if, if you're single, no, if if two people are single, I, I think there either may have been thoughts or attempts to pursue, and when they realized it couldn't, then I think you you could fall back into a friends because you know you tried. We just try again, but you you may I don't know, but like but I think like if, but if you're married. Uh, I mean, and you're just, you just, you know, you're not thinking that way. Like I'm trying to go beyond a friend with someone. I mean, I think you can have friends. I mean, I have, I have friends that are attractive and I don't think of them that way. Yeah. But, um, like me, I'm attractive and you don't think of me that way. That's kind of not where I was going, but it's kind of where we're at. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I, so I, I think you can. I, I, I think you can have friends that are that are attractive. Well, in that movie, Harry kind of proved that it took a very long time, but eventually those friends got together. Mm, that's mm. true. They did. They, they did. did. Great movie, by it. the way, if you haven't watched it. It is a great movie. I watched that again just recently. Did you? It's a very good one. Very good one. I, I just, the one thing about the casting for me, I don't see a reality where somebody looking like Crystal's dating someone. <laughs> That's why it took such a long time. He had to wear her down. Years. Yeah, he did. She had to realize that every other man was um, was just. Uh, he was a little old for the character, to be honest. I it felt like, like in the beginning when he's supposed to be in college, it's like he's forty. <laughs> yes. Now Billy Crystal as Miracle Max, great fit. <laughs> <laughs> And his wife Valerie uh, or Carol Kane, that was a great match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, a great yeah. match. So let's see. Billy Crystal's seventy five years old. So what uh what year was when Harry met Sally? How I believe that was eighty eight or eighty nine. So in nineteen eighty eight he was he was forty years old awesome. playing a college student. That's good. That's not real believable. Huh. Yeah, well it wasn't, but yeah. That's funny. But I do love Billy Crystal. He's his characters are great. And and this character here was great. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, physically it just doesn't seem to make sense. No. Good point. So, all right. So next week we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, some of our favorite love songs from 80s movies. So, well, kind of a two-part episode. So. Sure. Yeah. We'll yeah. So we're going to talk about some of those. And um, will Kevin be back? Well, I, I mean, so. uh, let's hope so. He's, he's a music guy, so... He might blend something. He could probably contribute. In in honor of my friend I made at the U-Haul place, my new friend. Yes. Uh, who who seemed to have a lot of pent up anger. He he did. He did, but he calmed down. 
He did. Because you know what I whispered in his ear? What's that? Don't worry. Be happy. (laughs) So our closing theme tonight. Here we go. Taking us out. Until next week, here is Bobby McFerrin with his number one hit from 1988. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy. (laughs) Guys, thanks. Take care. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Stop saying that!